Imagine you have uh, intro music right now. So, hi everyone. Today it's a really special episode. Special for me, I guess. Because I feel like I'm the host. <laughs> More than before. And with me is always Norbert. 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 Nerdbird. Yeah, this is quite a nickname. Nerdbird. Norbert. Exactly. Hi, this is me. So, yeah, so I I made some notes, so that's why I'm looking for it because um, I was thinking that today for this episode we will come back to the roots of what we are doing, what is especially for us. It's really <laughs> Spanish, Spanish uh, uh, word oh, no. for special. Que pasa? Que pasa? <laughs> Yes. No, so, yeah. so the uh, uh, spaghetti villager is uh, look lurking around <laughs> the corner, exactly, waiting for exactly. exact moment for. So the main idea for this episode is okay. to understand user acquisition. Okay. And understand why it's so important. What actually we are doing. Okay. And it's actually why I came to this idea. It's every time I'm saying in my life that I'm doing user acquisition, everyone is saying like, mm-hmm. okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, I have like few scenario for it. Like, first of all, it's like, I'm starting explaining and they are like, okay, so you are kind of developer. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not developer at all. Like, it's just, I'm like implementing uh, integration, impression, click, yeah, and this that's, is that's all. Like. <laughs> impression clicks. This is uh, something one hundred percent above uh, people's normal normal people's mind. Uh, but uh, just to add to what you said, this is the thing I've uh, I've always struggled when explaining, for example, to my parents or to people older age, uh, what I'm doing when I worked in a media house uh, or, or media yeah. agency. Uh, so. I described to them like, all right, so um, the, there was a common question. So, okay, Norbert, what do you do in the media agency? I said, uh, we make the media strategy, we buy media, we uh, look what channels or opportunities for a brand would be. It was the most suitable for getting the objective for uh, their awareness or performance campaigns. Uh, and the reaction, from the second side was like, okay, so you make the TV spots. Exactly. So. No! It's, it's not exactly like, I know that um, for some kind of people, it's, you have a job like you're a doctor, lawyer, mm-hmm. or someone else. And always I feel like I'm in the box of someone else. <laughs> yes. But I have like feelings that our job is really important and with every year we are getting more and more importance of like uh, like actually technology is evolving so every time i feel like you know i have to educate people yeah. and even when say like 
people are asking what you are doing. Okay, you are not developer. You are analysis. It's not exactly typical analytic person, but you have to analyze a lot of data okay. and we'll talk about later. Yep. And also what is really hurtful for me it's just people putting me to Google Ads and Meta Ads campaigns. Okay. It's uh, not exactly what you are doing. And we have so many different platforms and putting just one channel, Yeah. it's not fair. I have a perspective for you. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm, I'm going to do with the top-down method of uh, analyzing things here. So we have, let's start from the beginning. Mobile apps, right? It's a it's a common thing, right? Every everyone knows about mobile apps. Um, everyone downloads it. Everyone once had a while and do it, go to the app store and or Google Play and and download their favorite game or app. And that's basically what probably ninety five percent of the knowledge just ends here. So nobody knows and understands what's going on be behind the mechanism of downloading the app. It's because there's some kind of user acquisition thing. There's some kind of app optimization thing. But regular people, they don't understand and they don't want to know that knowledge that something is happening there. That's why user acquisition and app optimization, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a niche and it's a very nope. fucking niche for mobile apps. There's, exactly. there's, no, there's not, I mean, Everyone talks about app development. Everyone talks about brand recognition, app recognition, about you know getting being famous in app stores. But nobody talks about that layer that actually is generating the volume of uh, of app downloads, of purchases, and, and stuff that bas basically makes the business. Nobody nope. cares about that. No. So uh, that makes our our jobs. Abundant. Uh, they 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 are not famous. It's not about people that, you know, app developers that make apps, uh, business owners that make apps, product owners that control everything and coordinate everything. We are people that, they're known to nobody. They have a lot of cash. They have a lot of marketing budget to, you know. Uh, increase the, the the awareness of the app but nobody knows about that nobody knows what we are doing and uh adding to what you said about google and meta ads this is the thing that actually is the probably the easiest and and, and the the uh, is the easiest path for marketers for advertisers to promote their app and this is very sad that they are actually ending their research just on google and meta because there's a whole other world that we can explore with user acquisition uh, campaigns. Exactly. More when every app is special and we have so many options. And like I said, every app is special. And for every app, we have to create different strategy. That's why like, I'm so excited to be like part of user acquisition and also mm, team or... or how you can say like society. initiative yeah exactly it's it's just like i may even in a point like what user acquisition do every day so we can like go every step so people will understand what we are doing but in a way 
that everyone will understand. Like this is like my goal that everyone <laughs> will understand, and it's better also for like for example developers or product owners, business owners. They were like, okay, I have amazing app, but I need also this one. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people miss it. A lot of people miss knowledge. So that's why we are here. Yep. It sounds a little bit like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are amazing. Poof. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, I feel that this is the way, like we can have a lot of fun. This is the way. This is the way, <laughs> like actually we have a lot of fun, but we want also to educate and we want that every app that we are working with it will gain a lot of success. So. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's um, But I agree with one thing that you said. I don't agree with the other thing. <laughs> oh. Uh, I agree with that, that we are very important uh, in this whole equation of... Uh, getting the app to the top 10 of the best apps of the, of the category. I, I don't agree with the uh, part that we have to be the people from, from uh, our society, from our environment. They, the role has to be very uh, appreciated. It, it doesn't make, you know, I, I, I don't care if my work is appreciated from other people. My job is to make an app bigger and I have all the resources and things to do to make it happen. I don't need any kind of appraisal. I don't need anyone writing on my LinkedIn that this is the person that made my app bigger. Because our role from the very beginning is hidden somewhere uh, in the whole, you know, uh, the the collection of things that make the app popular. So um, at, at some point, I I I mean, I just I just want to do my job, and I don't care about yeah, the outcomes, you. and I don't care about the uh, people knowing what exactly what I what I'm doing. I don't care about my family. I don't care about friends knowing that I know knowing that what I do is uh, is related to my job. So, yeah, that's uh, that's basically our point. We have a very specific knowledge, only reserved to us, and we make just the best use of it. Yeah, but it's just like my point was more about that, that uh, in developing the app to achieve the success, it's so important to also implement user acquisition. Mm -hmm. And when you are saying that you are doing user acquisition, people are thinking, okay, you are doing Google Ads. And for me, that is hurtful. Okay. Other, like, I don't need to know that, like, uh, everyone know what I'm doing. It's, it's not my point. It's more about it that, like, people on the market, that okay. every day they are in, uh, uh, they are working with the app. They know that it's kind of important and they will not, let's say, escape from it. Okay, sure. <laughs> you will I... have like the wall. Like, I guess, I, I know your point, but... Um... Yeah, I understand. I, I mean, uh, it, it's sometimes, uh, just to give you uh, perspective to our listeners. So, um, many times when we... <laughs> <laughs> 
many times many times when we uh, talk to apps about user acquisition uh, basically they, they want to stop the conversation by saying oh no uh, uh, we are doing uh, Google uh, and Mena and TikTok uh, so we are good with user acquisition and uh, you know it you were just talking about free networks where most of the MMPs right now on the market have 5,000 plus ad networks, DSPs, technology solutions that make your user acquisition much richer. We just had a discussion with one of our apps recently. Uh, why do we have more than you know two networks uh, launching a campaign? The answer is very simple because you get so huge difference in uh, in the results in in the CPI segment or the the ROAS segment that you have to have this availability of other networks that you can try test and and see what the results are and and just relying on Google Ads and Meta that's the the finish line you can take and that's the easiest one I take you for granted but it will not get you to the point where you can scale and have a bigger business with your app. Exactly. I totally agree with you. And let's make like, we have like so honest and so serious. I love it. Speech. I love like, it. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, I mean, we were kind of used to the regular scheme of Funny the things, podcast, know. but this one, I love it. Let's yeah. It's just like, uh, we have to come back to the roots and education part. And I also asked ChatGPT okay. about what user acquisition uh, specialist is doing everyday life. Okay. And he brings <laughs> All right, me people just get, uh, get ready for the honest <laughs> review of what user acquisition managers are doing around the exactly, clock. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So first of all, campaign planning and strategy. All right. Honestly, I totally agree with that. With a, like, when you have app, you have to think how to start, which channel to choose, how to integrate, if we have enough analytics platform, yeah. if we have MM MMP, and other things. So I totally agree with this point. Yes. And also for people who are thinking to start user acquisition, when we are thinking how to bring more users, you can reach us. Yep. Of course. <laughs> Abooster.pl. <laughs> exactly. And we can help you to think how to plan, which ad network to choose. If you don't have any analytics, we can also help you. And to think how your app is the best way right now to grow and on which case you focus. Okay. Another thing, second point. Yep. Management. Set up and optimize across different platforms all the time, every day, analyze performance, adjust parameters, allocate budgets, and calculate gross yeah. edits. Yes, yes. So this sitting, and in this point, you are a totally analytic person. Yep. Sitting in many, 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 many platforms, compare them, analyze them, and think how you can optimize. It's like, kind of, you are uh, on stocks. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. I I agree with that. It's uh, it's the moment when I'm most cheerful uh, when uh, regards to user acquisition campaigns. The moment when you have the option to see all the data in your very various platforms that you're running your campaign on, and the possibility that you have. Uh, you can compare several ad groups or several campaigns or several channels with each other and give your best idea of what's happening and what will be the best options for future recommendations and future actions um, to scale a campaign that's, yeah, chat GPT, this is the most important right. point. I know that you're not hearing that, <laughs> but... In other case, just, you know, this is uh, no matter what level you are, if you are CEO of your junior user acquisition specialist, this is the, the roots of this, uh, of this business. If you don't understand that, then you're out of the loop. Exactly. Have you ever thought that you could be like a good stock person? No. No, no, no. Really? No, you have to. You, I mean, you have to have knowledge and uh, understand what's going on. I mean, oh, okay, understand right now. <laughs> so um, you you analyze the background of everything, what's going on. You and, have to uh, know industry news. Yeah, you, you have to know the industry news, right? Uh, so sorry, this is that was a little bit pacey, but uh, it's very comparable to what you said. It's a stock market. Cheers for it. Cheers for stocks. Because honestly, I was thinking like, actually I'm doing every day what stock people are doing. You're stocks. buying and selling stocks? <laughs> no, it's no, just like, you know, you never it's kind of excited, you know. <laughs> it's like you're bidding, this one is changing, that one is changing, you're sitting, uh, sitting, analyzing a lot of data. And I'm like, actually I'm doing it everyday life. Yeah. So Maybe in the future, you will I change the Wall Street. Think uh, about it. I will think about it. Right now, I'm just like user acquisition and uh, after optimization and all regarding the apps fun. But who knows? Like, yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, um, I know it's a bold comparison because stocks is a thing that happened for many years, and there are experts on you know Wall Street and. Uh, other major markets and they know all about the possible fluctuations and opportunities threats of uh, the stock market but uh, I, I yeah definitely agree that uh, numbers are the key here and this is exactly what we are doing every day so uh, just to give you a, a perspective of um, of the stock market versus the user acquisition campaign. So there are obviously hobbyists that uh, want to uh, invest money in stocks and, and they want to spend one hour of their daytime to pick up their best choices or, or solutions for their uh, stock portfolio. But... At the end of the day, you need to spend the eight hours, at least eight of eight hours of your daytime, uh, 
to make the analysis, to read the news, to make the assumptions and decisions that will make your options profitable. So this is exactly what we are doing with our acquisition campaigns, right? So we and are successful because we are doing that for most of the part of our day, daylight, right? So and the most, the best feeling actually, it's when you see the growth number. It's mm. like you put some optimization and you, and see, you see the results. How you influence it. And it's like, yeah, then you sit on your day, chair. Like, honestly. <laughs> you push. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. <laughs> no, no, you just sit like that. You, and, you, you, yeah, you get I'm your the hands boss. behind your hair and. Yeah. Exactly. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did nope. it. Nope. So. We spent a lot of time with analytics part. We are really excited about it. But another thing is about creative development. And with this one, I'm also really excited because like, okay, you're so good at numbers. You're good at sitting, taking the data, analyze it. But you have also this creative part. And yeah. I think like every even science person, because like, I have things that in Poland you like segregate the people like this that they are good and human like like mm -hmm. say like languages uh, subjects or something yep. and with maths yeah and you are not connecting it and with user acquisition I feel that we are able to connect two things because you are optimized campaign but it's so important how your creatives look like how you are using the trends which channels you are using and how you optimize it. So everything is like in total and I'm so excited about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the message. I think it's a very good point. Uh, this is a message to all those people that uh, want to create their career based on user acquisition campaigns and, and basically being inside the promotion of the app. It's not all about the numbers. And uh, yeah, you have to find an equilibrium point where you get an understanding of what's going on with the campaign. And that basically means the analysis of the numbers and stuff like that. So we are coming back to creative development. Creative development, yeah. So how important is user-generated content? It's not. It's not? <laughs> oh my gosh, Norbert. You didn't say that. User-generated content Of course is it is. So I got important. you there. I got you there. Of, co of course it is. Uh, so uh, my perspective on UGC is uh, we are living in a fascinating moment of uh, social interactions, of uh, social-generated content. We are the actress or actor of our own life which is shared among millions of people around the world that gives us an opportunity to uh, create um, a, an honest content right so i know that there's a thin line between what is a, a known content and what is a promoted content and we have a lot of debates and and issues regarding to 
how far we can cross the line in social media, talking about products, talking about services, which would be promoted or advertised by uh, specific brands. But bear in mind one thing, just create honest content. Exactly. That when users will see it, they'll feel that they are part of it. It's just like with user-generated content, I feel that you are like kind of part of the app, that we are sending this video to one of my best friends. So yes. I'm, I'm sending like, oh, look, this app is really useful. Like, download it because I feel it's great and it's helped me and you feel also this help. So this is all coming with it. It's not about all beautiful model, all beautiful like photos that is actually not real. It's about real life. Yeah, I think we are absolutely uh, fed with the, the fake content that we uh, consumed in social media. Uh, social media is still one of the most important things in user acquisition campaigns. If you will fake you, the image of your brand, forget about getting good results. That's... Uh, that's the statement that, that I think we both agree. Uh, yeah. You should be honest. Like, yeah. honestly, be honest with your content, with your followers, with... Honestly, be honest. That's, honestly, be honest. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, uh, I the think, the most, the, the, the biggest summary that we can create. Okay. Coming back to chat GPT and what <laughs> user acquisition oh, no. specialist is doing. It's so, coming back. Part one. Yeah. Performance tracking analysis. It's true. We already talk about yeah, that yeah, every we day we're seeing the data. But I have a question for you. Okay. What is your favorite KPI? Key performance index. Holy shit. I actually have. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't um, say cost per install. No, 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 no. no <laughs> That's the easiest no, one. No, no, no. We, we are going because, way beyond um, the for our all listeners, there are so many metrics and KPIs follows and every app is different yep. and need different KPIs. From my experience, I see that the most famous now is ROAS, okay. return on ad spend, return on investment. And everyone is looking for a dream ROAS that you can get more that you are spending. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tricky question. Um, I mean, it, it, I mean, the easiest part is obviously goes for the installs. But, uh, App launch. That is also important yeah. to mention right now. That when, what for you is cost per install? It's not actually that user is downloading is that the user is launching the app for this one you are paying yeah so that's basically because uh the, the system that measure the uh, install rate is launching when the user launches the app so there's no possibility to uh track the installs or downloads from the google play or app store uh, so when you're implementing an MMP, which we talked about uh, a while ago with uh, AppSwire, uh, 
the moment when the uh, the MMP kicks in, that's the moment when we track the install, which is actually the app launch. So that's worth mentioning here. Um, what was it the is question? also <laughs> important to mention right now. I'm sorry that I'm interrupting yeah. you. That there are different campaigns and different ad network that sometimes we are they are the ad network that we are paying for pre-installation. So yeah. when we are first time opening our smartphones, we are like yeah, you get uh, in the, analyzing this, like, yeah. oh, I like sport. And after you have like suggestion apps. And right now when you are opening your new smartphones, you have this app already downloaded. Suggested, yeah. And actually this, like, for example, my favorite fitness app, X, the name of the app, uh, I'm opening and that's the way this I'm paying way. for it. <laughs> this is the way I'm paying for it. So when I'm opening the app, you're paying for it. Yeah. So it's all about how you want your user acquisition campaign to work on which ad network, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I have to mention this one. So there is different metrics. But coming back, what is your favorite KPI? So uh, many to choose. Yes, yeah, so many to choose. Um, In CCC, I guess, CPS? Uh, that was actually ERS, so effective revenue share. Um, but um, you got me here. I mean, it's, really? it's, it's, it's a simple question, but it actually... It, You're not sitting in the campaigns. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, but it drills down into many details, right? It's from a business business perspective view, the the last uh, um, um, the, the the requirements of the KPI is the better. So if you go for launches or registration, that's much easier for you know getting the campaign up and running. But from the ambitious point of view so we want to of course uh, scale the app businesses so uh, we want to make them grow bigger and make them more profitable obviously uh, the purchases so cost per sale and uh, and return on that spend this is something that we uh, i think we love right so we we, yeah. we are running a couple of campaigns our our uh, perspective is we want to go from CPA to ROAS optimized campaigns as soon as possible because we know that this will continue our relationship with the app or continuity of the uh, of the promotional uh, budget and uh, and also brings results for the app itself so at the end of the day, of course, business is the most important thing. ROAS, of course, is the metrics that will give the answer to that. Yeah, but also I would like to mention here that sometimes that app owners, developers are not happy with that. It's just... Uh, for good re result with user acquisition, you have to wait. Yes. Sometimes even one month. And for people, it's hard to understand 
but it's all about machine learning, how to get to the right users. And yeah, you have to trust us. Like all the system is optimized. We have like stages of education, machine learning. So just sometimes like hold on the horses <laughs> and yeah. wait. Yeah, and just wait. Like, yes, this is, uh, I mean, this is a statement, uh, an announcement to all the people around the world. Yeah, Ooh, la, 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 la. Um, if you have an app, uh, it, it's a difficult business. You're going into a difficult business. Uh, you have to invest money. You already have invested money into developing the app, which we, I mean, we get it, right? So this is a, you know, a budget that, it's it's not actually refundable from the very first day of the app is living so but then you have to uh, face the challenges and issues of of going into a much bigger place and, and making your app popular and uh, you have to invest more money and and i will add here yep. that most of the case like with category of the app it's that you have to pay for non-organic users yeah if you want to achieve the success you have to pay for pay it. for the users yeah i mean there's no way let's let's make it straight right um your competitors from whatever category they are investing money and they are paying for the users if you want to have an organic way of making your app bigger uh, you have to did. think about app store optimization, but still, even app store optimization is helping have, you have when you have like user acquisition campaigns. Yeah, you don't have enough downloads, and uh, the user they acquisition campaigns. Yeah, hands in hands. that that goes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it combines. Um, so we have a lot of uh, apps with ambitious goals of having an organic growth in their uh, lifespan. So uh, we are based in Poland. We have a discussion with one of the apps that um, wanted to uh, be promoted in local pubs or uh, local uh, places that, you know, social gathering and stuff like that. So uh, that was the main KPI, the main business of their of their app, but when I did the when I done the calculations, so I said like, okay, guys, if if you wanna be organic and you wanna grow based on the popularity of the place, of the physical of offline place, you will get one hundred instances. That's just a you know I, I made up this number, but just just to give you a, a perspective, you you, you get one hundred instances and you invest money with you know partnership with those pubs and take a lot of time and money and resources to, to get to that point when you you know generate QR codes or um, make the scripts for barmans that will make your app download you spend a lot of money and you get hundred installs and it will cost you uh, ten dollars per install but running a user user acquisition campaign is just part of your whole strategy <laughs> make your customer install or customer launch 
It's significantly less. I mean, it's less than one dollar. One dollar. It's uh, cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> uh, and it's not cheap, cheap, cheap. And you will get nothing for that. It's actually all based on numbers and fluctuations. Okay. All the stuff will be just tucked in the. Okay, so to sum up, you have the same favorite key metrics as me. <laughs> That's uh, uh, confirming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. So I mean, uh, we have the, we have the two business points. is working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we have two points more. Another thing is A/B testing and okay. experiments. All right. So I'm really fun of it because I feel and from my experience in app store optimization, when you are making a B test or A B C test, A B D test, how many version you have of your screenshots or anything or whatever you want. You are finishing one test and another time you are starting another one yeah. and another one and another one and another one. So A B testing for me it's more to understand the users, more understand how they like to get promoted or it's all the time testing. Like yeah. you cannot have like A B test, finish it, and not have a test. Yeah. Actually, that's for me. Like all the time you have to test it. Like world is changing so fast, rapidly. Everything is changing rapidly. Yeah. And you have to answer for it. Yeah, I mean uh, the A B testing is a concept that has been a while since the beginning of the internet, uh, and it was a popular moment when uh, Google came up with their own solution and it was called uh, Google Optimize. And it was basically a tool for making a different versions of the landing pages or the websites uh, based on uh, the changes of the layout, of course, but also making some sort of personalization. So a specific version of the website was uh, feed to the people uh, that match the target audience. And uh, based on that, Firebase, uh, so the SDK... Amazing that, analytic yeah. platform. Uh, SDK that probably most of your apps have right now. Um, they've created the A-B testing, which is connected to remote config. So basically that means that you can uh, push uh, live versions of the different different live versions of the same screen to different people and made the app uh, making the a b testing without uh, changing the code so uh, <laughs> the sad part of the story is google uh, google killed optimize <laughs> yeah they killed optimize there is the always a way like in my experience it's like okay App Store, like Apple, Google Play, Google is putting some, hold on, yeah. we are putting this one. And smart people are always thinking yeah. like how to go around it. And yeah, so, uh, it's so excited. Uh, I mean, Google made it very clear in terms of uh, the WWW uh, A-B testing, regular websites, they said, so we're killing uh, Google Optimize and will be available just to let you know uh, for advertisers. It will, uh, I think it was uh, 13th of September, uh, okay. 2023. 
uh, after that, you cannot use it. And and they specifically said, all right, so we are killing the product as Google used to uh, use us to uh, having this kind of similar situation. But you can use Optimizely or other situations or solutions that can make you A-B testing on the website. But they said that um, for mobile apps, we will keep the core functions of the Google Optimize and will still maintain and uh, also uh, support the A-B testing of, uh, of, uh, of the app uh, with Firebase SDK. So that makes us uh, quite a convenient situation right now. So we can A-B test things that we are having, happening right now in the app and A-B test the creatives. So what makes the profits of this whole situation right now? Um, my understanding of this is that uh, A-B testing of app is crucial for many users. One thing is personalization, and the second thing is optimizing your uh, KPI funnels. So if you're all into performance in Europe and to purchases and stuff like that, you cannot rely on just one single source of knowledge about that your funnel right now works okay and you just need to invest more money. That's not how it works. You have to just constantly optimize it. You have to think about other ways that uh, people would be more engaged with your purchasing process and get stuff like that. I would just add that you can test everything from your screenshot, title, yeah. short, description, description. It's actually really funny for me, but from my experience, I was always thinking like, okay, with description, I have to make like for users that it will be easier for them to read it. Mm -hmm. But every time I made test, it's actually showing that the most important are keywords. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the other People part. are not I mean, reading it. Like, they focus on screenshot, videos, but the description. Words, yeah. The most important, like, 200 first words, and we are yeah. out of it. This is, this is the, the second part. So the, the A-B testing of the app is obviously very important, but uh, we have to remember that before user enter your app and be the part of the A-B testing, they have to go through the App Store, then you have to go through uh, the campaigns that they are seeing. So uh, the moment when we actually engage in A-B testing is the very first moment when people see anything, any information about your app uh, through our uh, ad networks. And that basically creates a lot of work for us because yeah. Uh, when we have a one channel, so for example, we told you about channels, right? So it's not just about social media or Google. SRN. Um, yeah, so <laughs> SRN. Uh, it's not just about SRNs, but um, it's all about... Uh, Getting the right ad network for yeah, the app. And, and putting attention to that ad, ad network because uh, each ad network right now allows us to make an A-B test. Either it's a manually processed thing, so we have to make two campaigns separately and make uh, an A-B test, or there's an option to make the A-B testing inside the ad network, which will make the calculations 
uh, readily available for uh, getting the right rewards. Obviously, the most the, the important stuff is that you have uh, the control of what users are seeing in the mobile app. But the second part, which is connected directly to what we are doing in uh, user acquisition campaigns, is making the A-B testing of different ad groups of different uh, audiences that we are using and uh, basically all the resources that we have. So there's A-B testing here and there. Uh, and it's so important to all the time change it yeah like it. you have you cannot like make one creatives and that's all like you have to all the time think how to make it like more fresh more with trends i mean this is uh, not just to overwhelm you that uh we are in the moment that we have to produce hundreds of creatives in different versions it's not the case right now um we actually reach the optimum or equilibrium of having the right moments of um, creatives and uh, the, the number of creatives of creative versions or ad groups uh, that we are just rotating every uh, campaign that we are launching on. And uh, it basically means that you have to have five updated uh, ad groups. But for me, making creatives it's like making content for one of your best friends. And I think that's how wow, app that's owners yeah. has to think about it, have to think about it. It's like, okay, now it's season of summer. So we have to make creatives related to, this related to the yeah. summer. Like yeah. I'm sending like news to my friend and I think this will work because like, People would like to feel that they are part of the community. Yeah. And that's the most important of it. Like, don't make creatives that people will not click on it, that they will feel that, okay, it's another creative. Oh my God, they want my money. Like, that's a great summary. I... No, 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 no. So, the last thing, we already talked about it. It's industry updates. Industry okay. Updates. Okay. So I think it's totally true. It's sometimes hard to all the time like read updates because you have a lot of your own work and at the same time you have to be up to date. Okay. But it's so true like with exactly with ASO, I feel right now that they are implementing so many new things like when you have the app you have to update it yeah. with the new algorithms, with the new features, and use all of it to be okay. the best. Yeah. I, I mean, this is a situation when you have to rely on the expertise of people like us. Uh, so uh, considering the, going back to the, um, comparing the user acquisition to stock exchange uh, situation. So uh, if you're not into the business day by day, with the, every change you have, that's what will make your app disappear in, uh, in Google Play and App Store. Just, uh, you know, it, it takes so much time. That's why the, the services like uh, ASO or user acquisition actually was 
were created because there are people that in, are involved in every change uh, in every shift of the strategy that you have to make in your app um, to make it uh, adjustable to your user acquisition strategies, right? So, so th this is the moment when you have to be up to date with all the news and the insight that you have from the market and then adapt it to your, uh, to your strategy. So reading about the news, all right, this is fine. This is what will make your general information knowledge a little bit bigger and, and your understanding, which is great. But then as a booster, we can discuss it with you and uh, make proper decisions. But the little details just lies in very small things that we have to consider in every part of our work. Either it's a user acquisition or either it's a app optimization. Uh, Both should go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, there, there are a lot of conferences and there are great conferences. I mean, you can go to Las Vegas for uh, MAL. This is a great conference for, you know, getting people uh, from the same industry, from with, with the same objectives. You get um, APS, uh, which is the, one of the most recognizable uh, conferences for user acquisition apps organization held in Berlin, uh, London, New York, uh, which will give you a great perspective of what's going on in the business. But, you know, it's it takes time. I, I mean, it's great to go to a conference and see some presentations, but to actually have the impact of understanding what's going on in the business of uh, keeping up to date with the most recent things. Have you noticed that it's actually the moment of uh, scan 5.0? Yeah, it's I have feeling 4. that 4.0. Not all the business understand 4. Yeah, I mean, we are in scan 5 era and we, we try to create the, you know, the understanding or the knowledge of Scan4, but, you know, Apple is, is giving up the pace and uh, trying to uh, to make the privacy concern even bigger with average update. So we have to be in track of Scan5, what's going on. That's a lot of work. So uh, this is the important stuff about your uh, user acquisition. User, user, user acquisition. <laughs> yes, it's important about user acquisition strategy for your app. And, uh, and app store optimization. Yeah, absolutely. They should go hand in hand. A lot of analytics sitting in data. Yep. Optimize it. Yep. Setting up the campaigns, choosing the right ad network. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> and creative creative part A-B testing A-B testing and, and news we hope that uh, after this podcast episode you would be able to explain what is user acquisition, user acquisition. I hope so I really if you're hope a user, so. user acquisition specialist shout out to you and uh, it's not Google Ads it's not Google Ads. <laughs> Just, uh, Even about... when Google Ads is amazing, 
Yeah. It's not only this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hope you learned everything from us. Another episode will be about upstart optimization. Oh yeah, we have amazing. Definitely. No one cares about it. Like honestly, some some apps that they are into it, but it's so important. It's so many things to do. Yes. So exciting things to do. And we are up for it. Uh, thank you for listening. Catch you in the next one. Ciao, Cheers. Ciao.